You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. guys we're so excited to bring you this episode today i don't know if you love these women's week episodes as much as we do but we are loving this these female founder stories are just so badass so make sure you're sharing them out on instagram stories and just showing them some love because they've really opened up they've really shared their stories the behind the scenes stuff what really got them to where they're at and their wisdom behind their growth and today is no different we have something so special for you when we brought on angel martinez the founder of angel aesthetics Man, this girl goes deep. She is such a good friend of mine, but she is the most, one of the most badass like female entrepreneurs that I know. You know, her heart, her grit, her resilience, like her relentless pursuit to build a legacy with her name is so powerful. She was like a struggling single mom that has just built this empire here in Denver and now expanding into Nashville and New York and just doing so many incredible things with her influence and really taking that influence and building impact with it. She's really known for trademarking services like her after sex glow and her mile high makeover, which you're going to hear about in this episode and just so much more about like the grit behind being an entrepreneur and what she's created. So um, without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Selling Social. We are so excited for this week. It is all about female founders in our lives that have made such a massive impact and are just doing things differently and just showing up on a bigger level. And we're so excited to bring one of my best friends to this episode and to share her story because she's had such a massive transformation over the years and has just built such an epic brand and is doing big things and just such an inspiration. And so we wanted to bring her to all of you guys to just share her story and share the legacy that she's building. So I just want to welcome Angel, the founder of Angel Aesthetics. Hi. Hi. So good to have you on. So, okay. I would, I would love because we've never actually officially met beyond just right now. I would love if you go into your story because I know Laren shared with me that your story is like so inspiring and so unique. So go into your story. Where did you start out? What inspired you to start this empire that you're building and this legacy company and now where you're at today? Awesome. So, oh, my story, I I think being 42 years old, I have so many stories that has have led up to this story but I think starting first of all when I moved to Denver from New Mexico um, I was with my ex-husband and he left me with three kids to raise and I was faced with the decision whether or not I was going to stay in Denver and raise my kids on my own with no other financial support or I was going to move back and you know as a Latina woman I was like okay usually in in my family they they usually depend on a man for financial support or they get on welfare you know um in some sort of help system and and not that that's a bad thing it's just that i had to be faced with that decision whether i was going to do that or stay in denver and i chose to stay in denver um, and i was working for a doctor here in cherry creek north uh 15 years ago and so to fast forward two weeks before christmas i was let go Uh, not just me, it was about six of us that were let go. 
and again, faced with another decision of, oh my God, like, you know, usually a, a stable uh, financial income that came in every two weeks. I knew what I was going to get paid. I knew that I at least had, you know, 200 bucks in my bank account for the next two weeks. And I had to support my kids that way. I was like, oh my God, this is it. Like this, my journey in Denver is over. Like I cannot, I don't want to work for another doctor. I'm so tired of this bullshit. And so I'm like, okay, I think I'm just going to pack up and go home. And I just remember on my kitchen floor, falling to my knees and just crying. Like I just felt like I was tired. And I think as a single mom, um, you, you get so tired, you know, I'm in an industry where I give and give and give and give, and then you go home and you give to your kids. And so to have be faced with a decision where I'm just, I'm just fucking tired. I don't want to give anymore and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and totally. I just stop and I just, you know, I'm going to go with my family and I'm going to get the help that I need. And I remember making the decision where you feel like you have failed. You feel like you failed your kids, even though it wasn't my fault. I felt like I failed. And I remember calling my grandmother and saying, I, you know, do you have room for me and the three kids? Cause I want to move home. I can't do this anymore. And, you know, you always hear like you have that little light, that little ounce of hope that's like you've worked this hard. Are you really going to turn around and start from nothing? And, you know, I think, you know, I was I'm reading a book um, right now and it talked about how you go through certain things. And for some people, they give up, they turn to alcohol, they turn to drugs. And for some people, it builds tenacity and drive. Um, And so for me, I just was like, I had this drive in me like if somebody was going to tell me, no, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge that thought and definitely push the limits. And, um, so I did, and I sat at a coffee shop here in Cherry Creek North at Starbucks. And I sat there and I was crying for probably, they probably were like, I remember one of the workers came up to me and was like, (laughs) ma'am, are you okay? Do you want a croissant? Like, are you, because I was just crying and I'm like, fuck is happening with your like, life yes i want a croissant of course i want a croissant <laughs> always want a croissant <laughs> always. <laughs> always a yes and um and so i just sat there a friend of mine met me and she was like why don't you know why don't you name it angel aesthetics why don't you start your own business and i'll help you and you know i was just like i don't know just i didn't think looking back right i didn't have the security i, I was very insecure I didn't think I was capable of running my own business. I didn't know how and never in a million years would, if somebody would ask me, do you ever want, I think people have asked me, did you, do you ever want to start your own business? And I remember laughing and chuckling being like, oh no, that's wow. cute. Anyway. Um, and so I think it was just my own insecurities, not knowing the kind of woman I could, I was capable of being. So I sat at the coffee, coffee shop. We named it Angel Aesthetics, me and a girlfriend. And the only reason it's not because I'm obsessed with my name, it's literally because being a Latina woman, I had built my name so much in Cherry Creek that there was not very many angels at the time doing Mm -hmm. skincare. So if they were going to research angel aesthetics, they knew it was going to be me. So I named angel aesthetics and I just hit the ground running. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I reached out to a friend who owned a salon. She had a room the size of like smaller than my bathroom right now. And I bought a bed. She helped me with the first three months free. And I just started Angel Aesthetics and I used my resources and the people that I've built relationships with to just start pumping, 
you know, Angel Aesthetics, and I know Laren remembers this. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm here for it. I had an opening party for a little room the size of a wow. the size of a bathroom. I had an opening <laughs> how many, party. How many years ago was that that you were in that room and you started uh, Angel Aesthetics? Going on the sixth year. It feels like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I also, but it feels like a lifetime ago and you're like a completely different person. Yeah. So yeah, definitely six years ago. But that's what's so incredible to see is like the growth that's happened in six years. And for everybody listening, yeah. like if you have something that you want to go after, like let her be your inspiration. Like anything could happen like at any moment. Like she didn't know she was going to be laid off, but then look what she's transformed into the past six years of what yeah. she's like built. Yeah. And I want to go into that even deeper because you, you, you skipped a lot as far as like, oh, I was sitting in a coffee shop crying my face off. I decided that same day to start a business of my own. And now I'm this beautiful, confident, like celebrity med spa owner. Like what, what happened? What personal development, what personal growth mindset work did it actually take to get from where you were five years, five, six years ago to now? Cause that didn't just happen on accident. No, no, no. And also, uh, so yeah, it takes a lot of growth, but I think it is so important. If you have a vision, if you have a dream for me, it was surrounding myself with mentors, um, because you're going to have a lot of people who are like, you're crazy. I, if I had a penny for every time someone said you're crazy, I think Laren has told me you're crazy a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I crazy. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she told me I'm crazy uh, for other reasons. <laughs> Um, but I think, you know, when you have these visions and ideas, you have to have mentors that are, that have been there before and not even necessarily in the same industry. I have mentors that are CEOs that are athletes. And so to really grasp like, okay, I have this vision and how do I ex execute this? And yeah, yeah, you hit the ground running, but you also have many, many nights of crying, questioning, is this the right decision? And if you don't have those mentors to call uh, good friends that you are surrounded by to encourage you that you're on the right path, then it's going to be easy to give up. Because I think for me, I don't have family here in Denver besides my kids. Well, they're not anymore, but um, I, it was my friends that encouraged me to keep going, um, reading books, right? I didn't know how to run a business. You better believe I was watching YouTube, um, getting points on how to run a business, um, seeing what didn't work. I was just talking about the other day five or six times. And when I say fail, meaning I, I put a little bit of effort, it didn't go as great. And then I started doing it again and then it didn't go as great. And I started doing it again. So it's the part the tenacity, right? Of like, okay, this didn't work, but how can we tweak it to where it works better? And just finding you know, when you have a passion, just finding your drive and also surrounding yourself with great people. Um, the insecurity thing was huge for me. I was very insecure for so many years in a bad relationship and also being real with myself. Like mm -hmm. I'm helping everyone be beautiful and I myself don't even feel beautiful. And I had to check myself. And for a year I was celibate, focused on myself. I leaned in on my faith um, and read books, cried, it's like a drug, right? When you, when you have an insecure, when you're insecure, you kind of lean on that like pityness a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's weird to say, but until you break it, it's so, it's so freeing. I'd say now at 42 years old, I'm the more, more, more secure than I was in my twenties, 1000%. 
Um, mostly because I don't give a shit, (laughs) but also because I've built my, my security and fell in love with myself, um, and not to be dependent on a man or dependent on my kids for love and affection, but to really love myself as a woman and how far I've come. Um, I was never giving myself enough credit. You know, Mm -hmm. I was always just like, oh no, it's fine. Because when you're in survival mode and any single mom knows this, you don't really think like, oh yeah, look at what I've accomplished. You're just like, I'm still grinding. Like, (laughs) I don't have time to look up, maybe to come up for air a little bit, but I don't have time. I'm still grinding. Totally. What do you, what do you think has set you apart from other individuals? Because I I wouldn't say there's a lot of competition in what you do because you're, you're at a really high level there, there is, but there's just, it's a very saturated industry and a lot of people are getting into what you're doing. What thing, what do you think sets you apart? Like one or two things? Um, because I just see there's like this whole other level that you're at from so many people in your industry. Um, I think I always have kept it real, right? So anybody they see on my social, I'm like that same person on when they meet me in, in person. So anybody they see on social, they're getting angel in real life. And I've always kept it real. I don't shortcut. I don't um, toot their horn. I'm going to tell you what you need to achieve your results. I'm also going to cry with you when you get your results. I'm also going to be like, oh shit, that didn't work. Let's try something else. So I, I'm in this industry, not for money, not for like fame It's to be effective. And for me, my vision is so much bigger than just, oh, I do skincare. Oh my God, look at my line. It's more of, look, I'm, I have a small part in changing people's life. And that is such an honor for me. And I don't take it lightly. So I don't really, to be honest, and I don't even say this to try to be cute. I don't really pay attention to my outside competition. I never have. I hardly ever go to events. I don't give a shit who's having an event. Um, unless I'm having an event. Um, (laughs) and everyone's coming. No, it's it's what highly successful people do. They stay in their lane and they have their blinders on and they're not looking at what everyone else is doing. And that's why they are the way that they are. Yeah. I just, um, you know, and I try to, especially some of these, like you said, it's saturated now. Right. And a a lot of these girls are half my age or like, you know, twenties, 22, which I think is so amazing, by the way, I never knock when I see an awesome 22 year old and has, you know, 200,000 followers. I think it's amazing that girls that age love to start taking care of their skin because my age back in the day, everyone was getting, you know, tanning beds and, and color than they were born to be. So I think I don't hate on them. I just don't really care if that makes sense. Like good for you. That's awesome. This world is big. Let's all reach people kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that's so it's powerful for them to hear your story because a lot of people that are in their early twenties and they're like, Oh, I strive to be like angel aesthetics. Like they also need to hear these stories of like what it really took to get to this point. And that's so that's huge. Um, what I love too, is like your story, you what lights you up so much is how much you want to empower other women, especially single moms. Will you talk about your single moms event too? Because I think that really also like drives you is not only to like have the success you have, but also like truly build a legacy for your family and be able to like pay back to single women or single moms. Um, so five, six years ago, I, even though, you know, I don't, I made less than I make now. I felt like it was my duty and part of my calling to reach out to single moms because 
in this industry, I was always the single mom. I was always pitied like, oh, you're a single mom. Oh, and it's like, what the fuck? I'm a, I'm a warrior. Like I raised my kids on my own with no financial help. It's so, your superpower if anything. Yeah. So I wanted to empower women. I didn't want really a, a charity. I wanted to bring and rally up single moms who, who are working and not let them feel that they're, you know, they're not alone. I'm with them. I know their struggle, but also like Lauren was saying, you know, 10, 12 years ago, however long when my ex-husband left, you know, he's bipolar schizophrenic and I was left with my kids by myself. And it was a shock. Like you never, never think like, oh yeah, when I get older, I might be a single mom. Like that's not something that crosses your mind and you're never prepared to be a single mom ever. No one prepares you for the journey and it's a lonely, lonely road. And even now to this day, I look back and my kids are out of the house now and I'll, and I remember, I wish I would have spent more time with them. I wish I would have, like, I see little pictures of, of memories and it still gets to me because as a single mom, there's no such thing as balance, really. I, the word is great to say, but there's no such thing. You work and you work your ass off to support your kids. And so when I started the single mom event, um, in Denver, it was not a charity. It was to empower them, to keep going, to spoil them. Cause no one really spoils you and you want love and intention. I remember dating and thinking like, I just want someone to love me. And when you have a package, it's slim pickings, right? So no one's going to love me and my three kids is what you think, you know? So the dating's hard, the working life's hard, and you just always kind of push yourself last. And that's why my insecurity was so high because I'm over here giving, 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 and no one's really pouring into me. So I wanted to do something that was going to be able to pour in to single moms. Mm, that's so inspiring. So what does that event look like every single year? It's a couple times a year, honestly. Um, so it's um, Mother's Day sometimes, and then for sure Christmas. And I just use my social media as my platform to pick a couple of women and I take them out to eat. I pay for their meal. I, we talk, we laugh, we take pictures and I just, um, I give them gifts. I love, you know, who doesn't love gifts? I think as women and as a single mom, you don't really get gifts often. You're just giving to your kids. So I wanted to spoil them and use that day to let them know they're honored, they're appreciated. Um, and so every so often, you know, and even last year during quarantine, I think I did it like three times virtually and I just gave away money. And again, it's not even anything other than I just feel it in my heart. And I know certain times in my life and I put myself in my, in their situation. And I think like, what would I be doing right now during quarantine, figuring out like, how am I going to pay my bills? Yeah. How am I going to pay my electricity? When I have $200, am I going to go out to eat? You know, I remember the times of. Um, I was telling somebody the other day, I went to the McDonald's window. I bought a coffee before work and my card declined. Coffee is 99 cents. So it was like, you, you take yourself back to that moment and you're like, you're, I'm so appreciative mm -hmm. and I never want to stop being humble. And I never want to stop feeling like I've gotten here. Yes. I'm not, I have not arrived. And I feel like it is my calling in life to be a light to to women in general, single moms, women, 
Hey there, I just wanna interrupt this quick episode to give you a tip that is going to be a game changer in your business. When we talk about scaling your company to the next level this year, we talk about putting the right systems into place to create more time freedom, right? Well, one of those tips is email marketing. Email and text subscribers are your biggest asset in your company. So it is crucial that you have the right system in place to scale this year. And what we love is Flowdesk. Flowdesk was created by Jenna Kucher, the founder and podcast of The Gold Digger. She is such a genius when it comes to creating the right CRM system that is feminine, it's easy to use, it's pretty, and it's just like so affordable for your business. I just couldn't believe it. When I got 50% off and then was able to gift 50% off, I was like, what? Everybody needs this. And the templates are so pretty. You can choose your branding colors, your branding fonts. They're easy to use. There's pre-made templates to give you creative ideas on how to connect with your consumer on a deeper level. So whether you use emails for freemium opt-ins to grab new subscribers to build your email list, or maybe it's to connect with new members or new clients as they join your business, or maybe it's just to connect with all of your subscribers on a deeper level every month, sales happen on the back end in emails. There are so many creative ways to use it and Flowdesk gives you such innovative ideas and allows it to be super easy. So we get to gift you 50% off. Yes, 50% off. It only costs you $19 a month and you get unlimited emails and unlimited subscribers. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes or go to flowdesk.com forward slash C, C as in cat, forward slash selling social. Again, flowdesk.com forward slash C forward slash selling social to get 50% off and start creating an automated email campaigns for your clients this month. Can't wait to see what you guys create. Back to the episode. So you talked about how you leverage your social media to get these women together um, for the mom's event or the single mother's event. So Mm -hmm. I would love to hear because we obviously there's so many women and what I hear the most with whether I'm getting my hair done or I'm getting a facial by someone, most of the women are that do those services, they're flustered because they don't feel like they have enough time to grow their social media and manage their daily schedule. So I would love some like really tangible tips that you would give to any entrepreneurial woman, how to work on your social media and grow your influence there while also like mastering your day-to-day schedule. (laughs) Well, definitely your, my hair, my gray hair has grown and tripled (laughs) in the last two years. So got to sign up for the aging. Um, thank God for Botox, but I, I look back to when I started my social and the reason why it's Miss Angel Renee is because that was my private account. And I, I, at the time I had like a hundred, maybe a hundred followers. I can't remember, but I'm like, why am I going to start another social media when I already have a following? So I started that and I just made it my business account. Um, and then you fast forward to because I'm busy today, just as bu- just as busy as I was five years ago. And I'm blessed in that way. But I look back to in between clients, I was posting, I was hashtagging, I was, you know, when the stories evolved, then I was doing stories. And um, you really have to sign up for that kind of stress. And you have to be in it. Because when you look, oh, I look at like, hey, I don't really pay for marketing at all. I never have not one fucking penny have I ever paid for marketing and I've utilized my Instagram and my social and events that I'm at and I, 
you know, any, everyone will know I'll pull up my phone. I make sure I'm Instagramming. Um, I let them in part of my world and it's so stressful. And especially when I was still raising my kids, I was doing it. I was going live after a long day of work. It's something that if you don't want to, you, if you want to own a business, you have to sign up for it because you're not going to have everything given to you and you're not going to hire the best right away. And the girls in my office right now know I still do my own social and I'm trying to at some point phase out of that, but that's, I enjoy it. I fucking love posting on my story. I love talking about what I'm doing during the day. And so you have to say, all right, this is part of the business. This is part of the process. And my Instagram, as much as I love, hate it, it pays my bills. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of sign up for the chaos and there's no easy way around it. It's exhausting. There's days there, there's times that I'll take a break, right? So I'll be like a, a week of break to give me a breather, a couple of days, but then you're back at it. So you have to kind of be up for it. And I, and I follow people who hire people to run their social and it's very uh, cookie cutter mm-hmm. and I don't love it. You know, I don't really like Instagrams that way. I always love the people that are real, that, that feel like they're, you're following their life. And so I chose that path. Um, and I think you have to choose what works for you and your business. Yeah. And you're so good at it. It's, 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 it inspires me every day because I'm like, this woman is like, do it. She's a do it all woman. And it's like no excuses at the end of the day, which I love. How far out do you plan your social media? Cause even just when I walked in today, you were with your social media manager planning it out. So in, in the mm. sense of you still do it all, but you're planning so far in advance and like what you want to put out there, what does that process look like? So up until about a month ago, I was just, I would wake up that morning and decide what I wanted to post and it was becoming more of a headache. And so I did hire a social media planner who she doesn't give me content. She just tells me which days to post and kind of a reel, a story, a carousel. And so right now it's like every two weeks out, but I like it that way because this industry is constantly evolving and it allows me to be, to have room to still be myself because, you know, on March 10th, I might want to do something else. Mm -hmm. And so I don't like to plan too far in advance. That's just my style. And I like to kind of keep it that way. So yeah, usually about two weeks. When, when you're prepping all of that content, do you write all of the, like, do you have the photos ready? Do you have like everything ready or is it like, okay, on the 23rd, I'm going to be talking about this. And then you go in and you, you write the post. Is it like the topics or is it specifically like the words that you're actually just directly posting to your Instagram already created? So I have some content that because I've done it for so many years, I do have lots of content. I have lots of before and afters, but because I like to keep it fresh and new, I'll mix that with educating. Like you said earlier, I have a lot of loyal followers and I like to educate them. I like to post a funny because I think they're fucking funny. I like to. <laughs> you are. I screenshot so many of your memes when you <laughs> post them on your stories. <laughs> so good. It's like, you're not that funny. I'm like, no, I you really are. am. I really am. You enjoy this. <laughs> I come to your page. You know, they want to see that. Um, I always just try to keep it real. But honestly, I think for right now, the way that my style is kind of evolving is um, I have some old content that will make into some new reels, or I do um, just what's kind of spare of the moment, what's trending on TikTok, that kind of thing. 
Um, I don't know if some of you guys know that my TikTok hit like 29 million views. My what, f- what the fuck? I know. Oh my god, I didn't know. What that. was it of? Of me dermoplaning a man. Stop. Um, no. And 29 million. I the funny oh. story is, um, I was divorced and I was like going to bed. Me and my dog are sitting on the sofa and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna join this TikTok thing. Like, what do I have to lose? I'm just gonna try it. And you know, I'm 40 one at the time and I'm like okay I'm just gonna try it so I upload it I add some music in the background and I go to bed (laughs) I wake up in the morning and I thought I was hacked I thought I was hacked because it was like 50,000 followers 60,000 followers I'm like how am I getting all these followers what is happening I really was like and I even um, disconnected my Instagram because I was like that's weird um but yeah it's legit followers and they just went it's like at 29 million views which is crazy anyway it's it just nuts it doesn't matter your age you you have to learn especially in business kind of what works what trends try it you know i never knock anything unless i try it so i tried it and you know i utilize that as and i kind of feed it into my social on my instagram sometimes so yeah that's wild I had no idea I, I've never been on TikTok literally never have downloaded it but that's inspiring me right now <laughs> so, so crazy okay so I want to I, I need to completely take a left turn because I need to ask you about skin so like you said there's a lot of young women especially like really getting into skin and I think social media has a lot to do with it and Laren and I were talking about this a little earlier as like a young woman, just a woman in general, like an entrepreneur who is, is looking to, I mean, basically like have better freaking skin. This is more of a selfish question. What are the things you recommend doing regularly? Um, and I'm going to just like tie it in. It's for busy entrepreneurs, like whatever you want to do to tie this into the podcast. But I just want to know, like, what are your go-to things to, to have really amazing skin? Cause your services, like I've seen before and afters on your clients and it's shocking. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to, one of my YouTubes that I want to start again for the fifth umpteenth time, um, <laughs> never <laughs> right now, yeah. no, but honestly, that, that goes to show you that failure. I, I, I keep going. It's a challenge for me. So, yeah. um, but anyway, I think, um, the first thing I want to really want to focus on is back to basics because a lot of like Kylie Jenner and Kris Jenner now is coming out with the skincare. She just announced JLo, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And I think it's overwhelming, right? We go with trends and especially someone who's young, they're like, Ooh, maybe I should buy this. Maybe I should buy that. Look at this gadget. And it's all cool. It's all fun. I appreciate the effort in, in anyone who's trying to get into skincare, but also it's all about the basics in anything, right? Like when you have a foundation, everything else is extra. Like I tell people, it's like a tree. If you have the trunk and the tree and then the leaves are all extra, like all the other little fancy stuff that you can buy on, on Amazon or whatever. But you know, your main thing, especially when you're 20, any age really is sunscreen. What gives you sunspots, the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how many times I've said that, but you know, even tanning beds, in a tanning bed, 10 minutes in the tanning bed is a full day of sun. Um, So just being careful and aware of that. Also vitamin C and a retinol. 
those are your two basics. Everything else is extra. Like you need a vitamin C. They, they're like sisters. They need each other. Well, the sisters that like each other, they like <laughs> each other. They work well together. And so a vitamin C will nourish and replenish the skin. And then uh, retinol is going to help turn over those, those cells. And everything else is really, truly, truly, in my opinion, fucking extra. Mm. Um, and everyone, there's a lot of people who will, that have a lot of skincare, um, ingredients and all these other things will argue that fact, but mm. it's all about science for me and ingredients and the health of the skin. I also have been taking care of my skin since I was 22, 25 using a retinol. You literally and- look like you're 30 years old. Aw, thank you. <laughs> when you said you were 40, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, okay. So you have your own, you have your own line of skincare products. So go into that and, and what had you inspired to do that and what that process even looked like? Um, I have a third party that I hire. Uh, they're a pharmacy in Las Vegas, but I, when I started my own business, I'm like, you know, why not um, cater to some of the issues that I dealt with personally, which is melasma. I have some people who have acne. So my line is not for everyone. You'll see on my social, I hardly push my own line. Um, it's rare. And if someone needs it, I'm going to push on it. If, if they don't, then I don't. But, um, you know, for me to have a, I have a small line, but they're all, they each have a purpose. Um, it's mostly for my melasma patients and for my acne patients and people who have PIH, which, which is post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. That's when you pick your pimple and that dot stays there forever. Oh. That's PIH. And so I, my perf- perfection pads help, um, eliminate those. My angel complex helps with melasma. What's my, melasma? Is that discoloration? It's the patchy brown. So mm not caused by the sun. It's caused by hormones. So people don't a lot of moms get that after having kids. So it was known as pregnancy mass back in my day, but now because a lot of young girls are on birth control at such a young age, it is now becoming, um, I'd say the melasma in, in 20 year olds has upped by at least 70% since I started skincare. um, Why do you think that is hormones in the, in the birth control, Mm -hmm. switching birth controls, getting off, getting, getting back on you, the doctor doesn't tell you the effects that it'll have on your skin. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of think it's a pill. Yeah. yeah it helps you not get pregnant, but it also, right. um, wreaks havoc on your skin. How did it, so you, you have a third party company that, that helps you with this. Um, do you have like your basics? So the sunscreen, the retinol, the vitamin C for people who are like, okay, I don't know what brand to get, but I trust angel. Do you have those three products? If people were just like, okay, I want to just start with the basics. So I have the sunscreen and I have my, my products are more active ingredients. Mm -hmm. And I will, one thing I'll never do is try to pretend to be an expert in something that I am not. And so for a vitamin C, I use truth treatment by Dr. Ben Fuchs. He's one of my mentors as well. He owns Truth Truth Treatments. He's a pharmacist chemist. His vitamin C by far blows every vitamin C out of the water. It's 80%. And so I push his product for vitamin C. Again, I only have like three lines in my office because anything in my office has a purpose. And so this has a purpose. Um, My line has a purpose, you know, depending on the condition. It's not just oh, look at me. I want to not age so fast. I usually see people who have real skin conditions. And then I have people who are like, I just want to age slower and take care of my skin. And I want a good glow. And that's when I came up with the after sex glow box, which includes my products, truth treatments and vibe and skincare. 
Um, and that again, nurtures my followers who just want a good glow, can't get in. I'm booked out for four months. How can they get a quick glow for the weekend? That's going to be their box. So good. I want to ask a question about your after sex glow and your mile high makeover, because you've done such a good job at trademarking them. And like a lot of business owners don't think like that. A lot of them just want to create their own products or create their own brands and all these things, but they don't do the legal side and the trademarking side. Um, can you explain a little bit your process behind that? Because you've trademarked both of those, correct? Yeah. So trademarked and patent pending for mile high. Um, and then I trademarked after sex glow. But for me, it's again, not thinking small. And so when you have a business, it's like, how can I utilize these names? And you have to think bigger. And I didn't even know what that looked like at the time, but I'm like, I know that my social was um, quickly getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be able to cap on that and utilize those names and be able to own those names. And when I say I own those names, it took, I took pride in that because you can own a name in a state, but then you can own it at a national level. Um, and so I went through the process and I think it's just expensive. It's time consuming. It's hard. You know, it's one of those things that requires patience and a vision. And so I think I just saw the bigger picture of like, what does this look like for my brand? And I was just telling Laren a couple of weeks ago that I don't see me as a little corner med spa, 10 to four. Oh my gosh, that was fun. Have a great weekend. No, I think huge. And I want to break glass ceilings you know I want to I did a, you are I, breaking glass yeah, I'm like you're so dope I'm like so inspired right now <laughs> I wanted to get licensed in New York nobody had ever done a pop-up shop at, that I had known of at that time and you know mm -hmm. people can correct me if I'm wrong but um I wanted to do what does a skincare pop-up shop looks like in New York City got licensed in New York. Okay. Now let me get licensed in LA, got licensed in LA. And just recently, as of two weeks ago, I got licensed in Nashville and want to have a 2021 pop-up shop in Nashville. And I, again, I don't have a clear vision of what that look looks like, but I know I want to go to Nashville, change people's skin, you know, fuck shit up and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> so what it to the right places, right cities. <laughs> As you grow, like, what is your end game? Like, I don't know, ever really know if for an achiever, there's like an end game, but what's like the legacy you're so committed to leaving that makes you work so hard and so diligently every single day? Um, I, we were talking about this the other day. I really am committed to my legacy for my name, you know, as a, again, as a Latina woman, as a woman in general, as a single mom. Um, it's really important to make an impact in people's life. It's not more so of like, you know, look at me. I had a following of this amount of people. I could care less about that shit. It's more of like, at the end of my life, I want people to show up, people that I've helped change their life, impact their, their you know, helped inspire them. Um, and so for me, it's so much bigger and so me working hard of obviously is for my kids, right? So to them, they didn't have um, a father figure to look up to. So it was up to me to change the game of someone that they were going to look up to. Uh, I just strive, honestly, every single day. I, I don't think I'll ever, I don't really see an end yet, to be quite honest. And it's really uh, cloudy because I'm still grinding. I'm in the middle of it. And I, I'm, I, even at 42, I don't think about retiring. I just think of like, what's the bigger picture? And I never want to 
think small. And I used to think small. I used to, someone, uh, Erica Cobb, one of my good friends who does Daily Blast Live, she she uh, called me out and was like, you're, you're thinking too small. We're used to being in survival mode. You're not thinking the big picture, you know? And so, you know, being asked to be on national television, just recently asked to be on the Kelly Clarkson Kelly Clarkson show, stuff like that. It's like, I never even thought of that, but you, again, I never want to limit myself. I just know that it's bigger and it's, it's more than just skincare for me. It's more of impacting because you can be the most beautiful fucking gorgeous woman and be so insecure. Mm. I know I've seen it time and time again. Um, and so it's being able to impact women and gaining their self-esteem. So it's so much deeper, so I don't know exactly what that looks like and I don't know the end, but I do know that I'm barely getting started in this game. I want to point out something though to everybody that's listening with when she says like think big, it's even like with marketing. She's not like, I'm going to pay to go be in this magazine. She's like, I'm going to go be on the morning show in Colorado. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go just do this. Even like going back to her dating days, I'm not going to just go date this guy. I'm going to find the football player in the Broncos. <laughs> in her mindset and it is it's for everybody it's just like think bigger in that sense if you want something be like okay who's the owner of it like I'm going straight to the top and I'm going to figure it out I don't want the best products I'm going to create my own products so it's like it's just so cool to see like it's just such a different level but at the same time you're most the most humble person and like so genuine and I think that's why people are so drawn to you also I just had to point that out. I think it's also like to say I'm sitting in her corner office right now (laughs) inside of her new build out. She has a whole corner office that's like beautiful where she does all of her skin. It's so amazing. And I think Um, I just want to mention something on the social media thing real quick. Um, Someone asked me, reach out to me on DM and was like, hey, how do you get influencers to talk about you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, like, I do my like, fucking job and really well. <laughs> I don't even know. But Sometimes they, That's why. They, yeah. they, don't po- they don't even tell me they're going to post me. They just post me. And like Laren was saying there, I've been asked like, how did you do cob skin? How did you do the Bronco player skin? I'm like, you know, you, when you're starting off, you're in grind mode. You're going to every event. You're hustling your name. You're you're not thinking about, oh, I'm just rubbing shoulders with people who I'm just putting my name out there. Right. Um, and because I know that I'm fucking good at what I do and Mm -hmm. I had, I had confidence that I can change their skin. So when you walk in that confidence of your calling, Mm -hmm. you're not intimidated. You're not, you're not like, Hey, do you think you can post me? I don't think I've ever asked anybody to do that. I do it. They do it willingly because they feel my passion, I think. Um, and also I've changed your skin (laughs) and you're providing so much value. Yeah. I know that like having clear skin is like the most confidence boosting thing. It's so incredible. Okay. So what would be this women's week, obviously. And I think you're just such a stand for women and, and women empowerment and helping them feel like the most confident version of themselves because you've done that for yourself. And so you've, you've paved the way. What advice would you give to women starting in business, whether they're selling a product, a service, an expertise, which you sell all three of, which is really rare and unique. What advice would you give, whether they're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old? I think the, I'm going to go back to what I said in the beginning is surround yourself with mentors. So when I had a game plan uh, and you've never been in business, you have to really 
strategize. You can't just be like, oh, I think I'm going to do this or I think I should do this. I knew my weak areas. I'm, I'm very weak at um, planning. I'm very last minute. I don't like to text. Laren's like chuckling. I'm like, <laughs> I do one word text back uh, under all these voice messages. And I'm all, She's okay. like, yep. I'm all, okay, keep on, keep on, laugh out loud. <laughs> um, it's, it's a bad habit. I've tried to change it, but the girls all, my employees know that that's how I roll. But you know your weak areas and you sit down and you say, okay, this is what I'm strong in. This is what I'm weak in. And you really need to come up with this. Even here's your five-year goal. Here's your one-year goal. And you, you start with like, okay, you don't wait till everything's perfect. You just start starting. And if it fails, you try it a different way. And reading books is super important. Um, but men, the mentor thing was really huge for me. Uh, I like having mentors. I don't think I really have a mentor in this industry, really. I mean, my plastic surgeon, uh, medical director is my, I'm all the one that did my lipo. He's really impacted <laughs> my life. <laughs> He's changed my confidence on another level. <laughs> I think it's good because I even tell people like study other industries. And I think it's good that your mentors actually are outside yeah. the industry for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's super important to, um, cause you, they are also coming into my office and also patients. So they get to give me feedback from both. And, um, you know, I've done a lot of changing my social media. If you go back to 2014, it looks totally different than it does now. And, um, I, I just think it's all about growth and, and learning rejection. You're going to get rejected so many times. And I, and I know that sounds cliche, but it, you really are. And if you can't handle rejection, than probably not being a business owner. I think being an entrepreneur is really glorified right now. And sometimes you have to be a follower before you can be a leader. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not always wanting to just be popular on social media or be this or that. And to really be humble yourself and say, you know what, I need to follow this person for a while. And I need, I need someone to mentor me in this because I really don't know what I'm doing. And it took that me saying like, I don't fucking know how to be a business owner. And I'm still evolving. I'm a, I'm a boss of, you know, eight people right now, and I'm still evolving. And I still don't think that I am where I need to be. And it takes a lot of growth, a lot of prayer separation for me. And this is my day off and I'm still working. I just had meetings all day. So I work six days a week right now, still after 15 years. And at some point I want to be able to drop back. So I'm able to focus a little more on, you know, Manny Petty's. (laughs) (laughs) Traveling with my hot boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. This, I, I'm like sitting here. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever had this much value poured into a podcast. This is so good. You're so amazing. Ah, thank you so much. Like, so I, I'm so inspired right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate that. Where can people find you? In the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you. Um, <laughs> uh 3400 east bay <laughs> i'm fucking always here i'm nowhere <laughs> no, else no i'm on miss angel renee on instagram miss angel renee on twitter uh, my youtube is to be determined <laughs> I don't know. It, it, shit just google her <laughs> if you were in nashville we would also love for you to reach out because she'll be in nashville soon so yeah. definitely listening to this podcast and you're in nashville definitely reach out 
Yeah. Yeah. Go, go follow Angel. You're, you're so, you are so funny on social media. I have to say, I like, I definitely go to you for your daily humor (laughs) in your memes. (laughs) It's amazing. And, and thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I say a lot of people in the back. No, thank you. Thank you for being yourself. I think one thing I've learned from you is like, be yourself on social media and in real life and people are going to love you for that. So thank you for giving that permission to others. And I just want to say, I'm so, so proud of you because I've seen your transformation and the growth and just everything and what you build. And like, I'm your friend and I walk in here and I'm just like blown away. And it's just, oh, it just makes me so happy and it lights me up. So I'm proud of you. Thank you so much for listening to the Selling Social Podcast. If you loved this episode, if you found so much value in this episode, if you're walking away with tips and takeaways to put you into inspired action in your business and your life, what would mean the most to us is if you shared this episode and paid the love forward to others. Go ahead right now, snapshot a photo of this episode on your phone, upload it to your IG stories and tag us at Selling Social Podcast. And also make sure to go and subscribe to this podcast and write a review on your biggest takeaways so far. We would love to stay connected with you. So go ahead, whip out your phone and text the words selling social to 303-529-1291. If you want to be a part of our community and you want to be like connected to like more ambitious female entrepreneurs doing big things in 2021, you want the mentorship, you want the support, you want the top strategies to apply to your business. You want to be a part of our events, all the good things, text the word community to 303-529-1291. And if you want like straight business for breakfast tips, literally you want to wake up and eat business for breakfast with us every morning. You want tips, strategies, you want morning empowerment to just keep going after your calling that's been put on your heart. Text the words business for breakfast to 303-529-1291. And until next time, we'll see you soon.